0: we did it i'm eric mickels i'm nick gunning and we have a special guest with us that's right say hello hello that that's katura yeah she's the head of children's services yeah we've mentioned her a lot she's our girl friday is that right yeah okay all right okay this is the last episode of 2015 yeah this is coming
1: at you december 28th what an exciting time to be alive how was your christmas eric
0: it was great, oh boy, <laughs> Christmas was great. Family, friends, yeah. and presents, and oh, the normal. Yeah, Not only do I
1: have memories of it, I'm still kind of looking forward to it. Yeah, I know so, how you feel, I know just how yeah. you
0: feel. I'm
1: displaced in time. Uh huh. Sure, sure. But
0: yeah. Well, uh, before we start today, before we dig right in deep, we made some promises last week that we're about to fulfill. Yeah. Uh, we want to talk about Star Wars. Yeah. We want to talk about the Fantastic Beast trailer (sighs) for some reason. Yeah, I don't. I I I don't know why you made that promise. What you you made that promise? No, no No way did I. It was you. It was you. Have you heard it, Katara? Did you listen to it? I did. Who made the promise? Eric. Eric. What? No, you did. You did. Huh? Anyway,
1: I must have really been thinking like we got to be professional. Yeah, I guess. After watching that
0: trailer, I was like, "Dang it,
1: you were in the zone."
0: All right. Okay, so let's uh, let's talk about the trailer first, huh?
1: Sure. Since it's technically book news. Yeah. All, That's right. Right. <laughs> so, All right, so so Fantastic Beasts and where, where to find, find them. Okay, As I so told you, I got it for Christmas one year, and it's just an encyclopedia about
0: yeah. the fantastical beast. So for those of you who don't know, what this movie is is, I guess it's kind of a spin-off prequel of the Harry Potter universe. Yeah, right. Tori, you're a huge Harry Potter fan, yeah, right? right?
2: Well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, you like sort of. you like the
0: Harry Potters. Okay, <laughs> so these it's a trilogy of films coming out, written by J.K. Rowling. It's a trilogy of films. Right?
2: I did not know that. I'm pretty sure it's a
0: trilogy. Yeah, I'm pretty Mm -hmm. sure. But Uh, it's starring Eddie Redmayne. Yes. you love Harry Potter
2: facts and where to find
1: them. That's J.K. Rowling's life. Yeah. Do you think she's ever just like picking up cushions? It's like,
2: oh, look.
0: Another Harry Potter bit of (laughs) wisdom. I'm lying. He wears
2: contacts.
0: (laughs) She puts it out on Pottermore and everybody's like, oh my gosh, retweet. (laughs) Uh, So you're an Eddie Redmayne fan. I am.
2: I've loved him since he did uh, Pest of the Durbervilles on... uh, Masterpiece Theater. Wow. Um, uh, obviously,
0: me too. That's the yes. same. Yes. Yeah. No, I've seen him in a bunch of stuff. I do like him. Yeah. I think.
1: Uh, I don't want to say Couture is quiet, but let's let's just oh, let's just move get her get her this way. Okay. That's I didn't say this before when we were talking about Eddie Raymond. Yeah. E- Eddie R- Redman. Redman, right? Redman. 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 He suffers from what I call dull face. Dull face. He has wait, a very wait. dull face. Are, are not dull face. Not like here's looking at you doll face, like dull. I think Katura disagrees. I disagree. Yeah. I think it's distinctive. He, what did you, you say he was
0: your favorite freckled
2: actor? Fre- right? favorite freckled ginger actor. The guy who wow.
1: plays John Connor in Terminator Genesis. Okay. And now the new Hawkman in the legions the legends of tomorrow wow. that we watched okay. they all suffer from dull face dull face yeah.
0: but okay. in the
2: danish girl which is currently out which i hope to see over christmas vacation he has a very distinctive face right. playing uh, the transgendered actor is that a, a character is
0: that based on a book
2: uh it's based on a true story actually. oh a true story okay uh, all right first see, person to have it. gender reassignment surgery oh okay well that's
0: interesting yeah that's interesting hook
1: so but Eddie you, Redmayne as a person has a face that when you, know, you look at it, you scene. kind of fall I like asleep.
2: Him. I like
0: him. I, mean, I know what you uh, mean. He's a very like subdued yeah. actor, but I I liked him in um, A Week with Marilyn. Uh, I know there was, there was one. Jupiter, of Jupiter Ascending. I is that see, it? No, I didn't see Jupiter Ascending. Yeah, Three <laughs> of Everything. He was great in that.
1: Yeah, he but, he was all over the place in that film. Right, so I was like, time. calm down,
0: act less. Right. Okay. <laughs> so all we have is a <laughs> teaser trailer. So <laughs> so what did Boy. you guys think of the teaser trailer? Well. <laughs>
1: I thought for somebody who I say suffers from dull face, yeah. it was kind of appropriate. yeah, Because that trailer was just kind of like... it. I mean, I think they called it an announcement teaser. Okay. And that's really what it is. Like, this is a movie! Yeah. Like, they always need... You really... You kind of feel like they just wish they could put out a title card yeah. and be done with it. And just but they can't. Because, like, it really, all, I mean, I guess it tells us the premise. There's a bunch yeah. of beasts and they get loose from a suitcase. Right.
0: Now, I know I name drop this show more often than you might think, but that is the exact plot of 13 Ghosts of Scooby Doo. <laughs> <laughs> Scooby opens the demon chest, and the yeah. rest of the season, they have well, to get the demons back I'm in. I'm pretty so. sure that's the plot of any kids' yeah, series. Really, like, oh no, really why'd we open that, this? Yeah, it's not that original. The Goosebumps just not did that. Original. I guess it's interesting that it's like so. a period piece.
2: Yes, I'm looking forward to that uh, 1920s setting. It's in uh, America. Fun, right? Is it yes. in America? Oh. Yes, yeah,
0: it it's taking place in New York. Oh, well,
2: that's
1: kind of interesting. We're called uh, the American name for Muggles is uh-huh. non-Madges. Is that right?
0: I, I don't know. Oh,
1: I'm pretty sure that's what I looked up. Okay. And then uh, Dan Wells, another author, he saw that and said, calling anyone non-matches is the most British thing in the world. So <laughs> it's pretty funny that that's, <laughs> that's the American term. True. That's true. So maybe it'll be fun. But when is it coming out?
2: November okay. 2016. Wow. Okay. Oh, yeah. So we've got right, a while. So we've got to waste. Yeah. Well,
1: I think it was attached to Star Wars Trailer
0: runs, which we didn't see because we went to a small theater. No, they were like, "Here's
2: two. That was disappointing.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was a little disappointing. But I I want to congratulate you on that smooth transition because you got us right into talking about Star Wars. Yeah, all right, thanks, man. So, I mean, I I doubt you did it on purpose, but still, I want to thank you. Huh? Did Did you do it on purpose?
1: Yes. Liar!
0: I feel like the force has awakened inside of me. All right, so without giving away spoilers, here's the reason
1: we brought Katoya. Okay. Yep. Can she's, we just say this? Because yeah. last time we did our Star Wars podcast, yeah. and we had Amanda Smith, who works at the library as yeah. well, and she's a big Star Wars Expert. fan. And so Expert. we brought in Katora because she's the complete opposite of a Star yeah. Wars fan. Sure.
0: She, she's a well-known Ewoks fan. <laughs> yeah. is, that, yes. is that correct? Yes. Okay. <laughs> With the cartoons, right. right?
2: Yes. Oh, yes. boy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm being like outnumbered every day I by you people. too. I don't
0: understand. All right. I don't so understand. Well, anyway, over the weekend... Uh, on Saturday, the three of us Two went to Two weeks see... ago. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Two <laughs> weeks ago, that's right. <laughs> the three of us went to see Star Wars The Force Awakens. Yeah. And guys, without spoilers, let's chat. What did you think? Keturah, you, you seemed like you liked it.
2: I really, I loved it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it might be my favorite Star Wars movie. Yeah, yeah. and
0: that's this coming right. from
1: somebody who doesn't like Star Wars movies. You haven't said you, you know, don't like them. No,
2: I like the original three. Yeah. I, I would not say I like the prequels. I, most few people, people would,
0: would yeah I, know, I can't think of even anyone. I like maybe you and I McGregor, will, but I don't I, think try so. I don't <laughs> think so <Yeah. laughs> I try to defend those prequels as much yeah. as I can boy but you usually... wrote the snottiest blog post trying to defend those oh, prequels yeah. and then we watched them all and he was like I should have written that blog post after yeah. I watched the prequels <laughs> to be fair <laughs> I still I growth. still
1: will defend Revenge of the Sith as being a bad you're movie. right it's
0: a watchable movie but compared also to the other two.
1: you could just watch Revenge of the Sith of the other prequels and You'd be fine. Yeah.
0: If you filter, this this blog post that we're talking about, if you filter away all the... all the, When you boil it down, right. what you were saying was the prequels kind of kept the excitement of Star Wars alive for a new generation. That's true. I've been and saying I think that for a while. Yeah. I think that's very true. Yeah. Without the prequels, would we have episode seven? And yeah, Maybe and all not. that. Yeah. No. Or
1: like the Clone Wars cartoon, or Rebels.
0: Well, I gotta say, I was most impressed that they... We were talking about this in the podcast. I said... Star Wars is like nostalgia, and will they be able to get that with a new movie? And I really didn't think so, but now we watched it, and I mm-hmm. think they did. They did it. They got the nostalgia. I think yeah. so. Yeah, it really felt to me like the next mm-hmm. episode. Yes, know?
2: even for a casual fan, I yeah. I felt the nostalgia. Yeah,
0: right. it really pulled you in. I think they yeah. did a good job of, you know, we saw a lot of familiar motifs. You know, there were things mm-hmm. that were there were obvious callbacks, but right. I didn't think that it was like gratuitous or one of those things where it's like hey remember when console yeah. like, you know it did, we didn't have that kind
1: well of I've been saying that I think they knew like you and I were yeah. going to see the movie they did but they didn't know if Couture was going to see the movie or... I didn't
0: know if Couture was going to see the movie <laughs> right I
1: didn't or like, know myself yeah. I didn't like to. my mom she saw Star Wars uh huh when it first came out. And okay. she saw it like 17 times in theaters. Wow. And she saw the sequels and loves, you know, those movies. Still, mm-hmm. but New Hope's still her favorite. I think she's maybe saw the prequels once each. Okay. And is, you know, could care less about right. them. So yeah. I think they were worried, could they get, you know, those fans Oh, back. I think
0: there's a lot, of, a lot of people, like, jaded from the prequels, right. thinking, like, Star Wars is
1: ruined. Yeah. You or know. just just fans who like, I watched Return of the Jedi and I haven't watched it since. Yeah. You know, could they get them? And I think yeah. they did. And I think, you know, those fans especially will come out of the Force Awakens and really liked it.
0: You know, I think the danger of a movie like this, where you have classic um, characters mixed in with like brand new characters that you're suddenly supposed to care about, Mm -hmm. the danger in that often is finding a balance. Yeah, A balance in the Force, no. But, you know, you either, you're like, all right, enough of the new characters, let's see what Han is doing. Or like, it's the other way around. You're like, oh, please just go away. And I thought they did a really good job. I I thought we had just enough of like the, the classic characters and I thought the new characters were very compelling. Yeah. So I did,
2: especially BB-8. I have to say <laughs> wow. Yeah. Stole yeah. the show.
0: Well, that's that's a good example of what I was saying about... I mean, he, you see, like, he plays a similar role to that of R2-D2 in the right. earlier ones. Right. But it wasn't just a carbon copy. I mean, he was different mm. enough, I think, right. to make it... Can I tell
1: you something? Yeah. I heard somebody's Absolutely. guess in, in the movie, they call him a he, but somebody had suggested that BB-8 was going to be a girl. Mm-hmm. So through the whole movie... I still just interpreted BB-8 as a female droid. Huh. Which, I mean, doesn't make oh, any sense no. for droids, no, yeah. but neither is calling any of them a he. Right. So I guess now I'm always going to see BB-8. In your heart, BB-8's yeah. a lady. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So Interesting. That's... I know, it, it makes no sense. No one, you know... It was just somebody saying, like, I think BB-8's supposed to be a girl. I think I read it somewhere. But then yeah. everyone
0: called BB-8 a... I'm, I'm really pleased that I was, like, able to avoid any kind of, like, talk about it. Because everything... Yeah. I managed yeah. to not know what to expect, and yeah. I, was, I was really. happy To be with fair,
1: this. I don't. After watching it, I don't think there was too much to spoil. Yeah, but it I just seemed w- pretty. Uh, I don't. I don't know what the term is. It seemed traditional. Yeah. In its story. Yeah. There were things that could be spoiled, but I feel like there wasn't too much that we were all like, "Oh, yeah. don't tell me where this is." I think is it's happening. just harder and harder to
0: go into something like that totally yeah. blind. But I, yeah. I'm glad that I was. It was funny. That.
1: I mean, as soon as the beginning crawl. Of it starts, I'm like, oh, that clears up so much. Yeah, I was, right. explaining yeah, was going, use... I'm like, that's right. why they're doing right. this. Right.
0: Okay, great. Yeah. If
1: actually, they had released that crawl like months ago, I would have been in a much calmer state. I was state. just
0: like in it 100%. Yeah. Like, as soon as we had that, like the blank screen right mm-hmm. before the Star Wars, I was yeah. like, yes, yeah. we're doing this. Yeah. You know, it so, was great. Yeah. Uh, you may have liked it more than me. I think I did because so, I, I got the impression during the movie that you weren't liking it. No, I did like it. I was That's... too far away from you, but you seemed invested. I, I, I was. Yeah, I cried was crying the three whole time. Times. I thought yeah. I heard some tears. It, I so. thought
1: this was Star Wars Le Mis for Katora. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it's not that I don't like it. And it's mm-hmm. not that, like, that at all. It's just, it, it did kind of do what I thought it was going to do in ways. Uh-huh. Like, it was like, oh, remember New Hope? Here it is again. Yeah. But I think a big reason they did that is because this is episode seven and now they're they're trying to do star wars forever yeah and so they had to win back a lot of people yeah and so i think for an entry movie that was like that was probably the right choice yeah. and i now i'm more excited for what's coming next because right. they can you know venture out a little bit
0: so remind me again what the schedule is for the star wars movies
1: so what's going to happen is every other year so i guess that means on the odd years okay. we're going to have an episode
0: all right, so like and, 2017, we're going to have episode eight.
1: Right. Okay. And during the even years or during the, uh, the off years, we're going to have spin off movies. Okay. And the one that's coming out in 2016 is Star Wars Rogue One. Okay. And I don't know what that's about. I think it's supposed to be about the people who steal the Death Star plans mm. for the first movie. Okay. So it's a prequel. Right. So we know how well that's gone about that. I love Star Wars But it, it might go well. The guy who's directing it. I think technically it's a midquel. Oh, yeah. I think that's what those yeah. are about. the the person directing it directed Godzilla last year in well,
0: 2014 talk about a pedigree yeah. that's great
1: so I'm a little I'm a little worried yeah. because I didn't like Godzilla
0: not the, not the Matthew Broderick Godzilla no okay. no
1: that's, that's the director of Independence in Godzilla. Day Godzilla. okay so now okay. this is the new one
0: so we have a consensus we all love Star Wars yeah. what was your favorite scene no, we can't talk about that.
1: My favorite scene Don't. was when the Force do it. woke up <laughs> okay. and it was like, oh no, right. what have I missed? And it was like running to catch
0: the bus. And it was like, wait! Yeah. And the bus kept going. And he's like, not again! Keturah, yeah. this is called a long bit. Uh, no! Uh-huh. Eric does these. Uh-huh. It was good because yeah. it showed I've us that him. like, I the Force was a away-
1: weight and... The Force, it was relatable. Yeah. Because it was wacky like us. It couldn't keep a schedule. You just have to write it out. <laughs> okay. That's what uh-huh. you, do. Um, mm-hmm. you asked me today where... It, is in the Star Wars films. Yes, Yeah. and I think it's too soon to say Yeah, to rank it with the others. I know what you mean.
0: I left and thinking like man I think maybe because we just watched them all. We just right. watched the six oh, in the last couple okay. weeks which I've never right. watched them start to finish yeah. before. Wow. But like when I left I was thinking like I think maybe that was my favorite. Right. But I feel the same way that this, I need I need a little time before see, I can say it. Uh, I think I, I there's think definitely we, three that I liked less than this one. Yeah. I think <laughs> I, I don't know where to
1: put it. I don't I'm not ready to say it's better than any of the older ones. Okay, um, I can respect that. And I'm not ready to say if I would. It's Star Wars, but it's new, and yeah. I think that's the thing we need yeah. to remember. Like, it's just nice to have new, good yeah. Star Wars again. Yeah. And I think that's, that's
0: well. A big I think part the of. thing with the, when you when you're ranking the original trilogy, you right. have the full scope. You can right. think of the story from A New right. Hope to Return of the Jedi, right. and think like, what's the best piece of that? Right. Now we really only have one piece of a new trilogy, so it's kind of hard to say how they fit in. Right. But and that's true. I feel comfortable saying that I loved it.
1: Yeah. So. No, that's fine. I just, yeah. I just don't know if it's, if any of us will have the foresight yeah. to be able to... Well, I remember liking Attack of yeah. the Clones, so... Yeah, that's <laughs> true. Time will tell. Um, I was going to say, about the movie, before I forget, I know there are some people who are having problems with some of the new stuff they do with it, like
0: maybe some of the humor. I think you even said you had some... Or was well, it your wife who no, said she I, was having I a hard time? I like, felt like the... Um... The humor in it. I mean, there's always humor in Star Wars, right. but I did think it was kind of a different flavor right. of humor. Do you know yeah. what I mean, Couture? Yeah, I
2: could see that. It had kind
0: of a different, more, right. more of a zingy style, which right. I liked, right. but it took me a few times to be like, okay, all right, right we're doing this. Okay. But
1: I, I think, I mean, that's... George Lucas directed, you know... Four out of the six yeah. Star Wars, and he wrote you know the script for all of them. So it's been very like this is George Lucas's mm-hmm. adventure sort of humor. Yeah. And now, I mean, this is what we wanted. A lot of us wanted it out yeah. of the hands of Lucas. Yes. So I think we need to accept that there's going to be things that are very different about Star Wars oh, yeah. now. It's oh, gonna I
0: accept it, but I think it's yeah. noteworthy that it's different. Yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, but there's I humor's. It's a, good, it's a good thing. Yeah, it's there's it's humor's
1: now that there's humor that's more like it helps just give,
0: it helped to give it a more modern
2: feel yeah yes. in a I good th- way i think know. it's
1: gonna be it's gonna be hard going forward for some of us to see like these modern elements coming into yeah. it even just like the film style you well, know I changing think,
0: even within the star wars universe it's mm-hmm. like you know it's a big time jump you know yeah. things are different so it makes sense that it yeah. wouldn't be exactly how you remembered
1: so it, but. I, I mean i think we're in for a quippier universe yeah, i think so but I mean I so. usually just like the force it will balance it was, out. Right.
0: But I thought it was a good I didn't think it was overplayed. No. You know, I thought like some I wish I could say the lines cuz there's a couple that just yeah. killed me, but you know, I thought they were really well placed. Yeah. So, yeah. I yeah. I kind of I'm excited about
1: the the changes and stuff cuz I think yeah. Star Wars kind of needs that mm-hmm. to stay cuz I mean a lot of times the things that are different about it are the stuff we like. I mean, I like Empire the most and yeah. that's the one of the most, that's way different than Return of the Jedi. Yeah, or, they are very different. And I think freshening it up is what's going to get younger, you know, younger viewers to turn it into a franchise of their own. Yeah. Because you kind of have to do that. Yeah. So.
0: All right. Any final thoughts on Star Wars, The Force Awakens?
2: Um, I miss the Ewoks. Yeah. Yeah. I know how you feel. Sorry, Sorry Eric.
0: Maybe they'll yeah. maybe come back. Yeah. Maybe we'll get a we'll That can be one of the, uh, the spin-off movies. Yeah, just, maybe. Yeah. Just Ewoks. Yeah. They finally get their place in the yeah. sun.
1: Um, I guess I really liked when he, he got to the coffee shop, but he was off schedule because he missed his bus. Mm. But that's when he met the girl of his dreams, and they had, the Force had a little meet-cute with somebody. Mm. Okay. And if he hadn't
0: woken up so late... I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't get what you're doing, but as a friend, I want to support it. So, all right, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, I'm just right. I'm just doing this.
1: This is like the st- humor in Star Wars. It's yeah. hilarious, and in the future, um, we're going to laugh at it, but right now, it's a little... It's hard. We
0: can agree that it's different. Yeah. We can agree that and it's different. And in the
1: future, we'll look back and go, like, of course that was the right way to go, humor-wise. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. All right, well, thank you for joining
1: us, Katora. Yeah. Thank, you. thank yeah. you. Yeah. Maybe... I, I wish we could have Katora explain all the scenes she cried at, because... We'll give it time, and then yeah. she can come in and talk. Yeah, because she she okay. cried at parts where I wasn't even expecting. Yeah. It was almost, <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, mm. this is a planet called Jakku. <laughs> <laughs> Jakku. No, I'm kidding. It wasn't that bad. Uh, Couture, I did, we just have to ask. The trailers were for Captain America and mm. for Batman versus Superman. Yes. Did, did either of those trailers do anything for you?
2: Captain America definitely did. <gasps> wow. Wow.
1: Okay, you haven't seen any of those movies. No,
2: no, but that one looked good.
1: All right, well, there we go.
2: Batman versus Superman did not.
1: Uh, What about Wonder Woman? She showed up.
2: She looked awesome. Yeah,
1: okay. All right, right. Um, there was a question I was going to... Oh, since we're doing... Oh, she already answered. Uh We got some tweets. I think there was something I was going to ask you as you're on your way out. Oh, what are you reading right now? Because we're about to go into bookmarks.
0: Take us into bookmarks.
2: I am reading uh, City on Fire. Uh, by oh, Garth Helig.
0: Yeah, if you remember, uh, this was one that I found in Rolling Stone uh, several episodes ago. I was talking about wanting to read it. I started it and really hated it. So,
1: oh, this is the one that they said is like—is this the one where the person got like a
0: billion dollars? Yes. for his first yes. book. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah, it's like 1970s New York. Yes, yeah.
2: it's um, <laughs> it's interesting, mm-hmm. and um, I like some of the characters. Um, I'm not, it's a little challenging for me mm. getting into it. I okay. didn't enjoy um, the writing style. Yeah, the yeah. writing style is a, is a bit different for All me. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'll see if I keep going. It's over 900 pages. So oh, wow. It's a commitment. Yes, it is. And I'll let you guys
1: know. Where does it rank so far with the other Star Wars films for you? <laughs> oh, All
2: right. it's, uh, it's one of the prequels. So yeah. I say. Yeah. Oh boy. Jeez. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That was a successful
1: callback on yeah, my part. It was. That it felt was. great. Yeah. I feel so alive. I'm going to do another one. Hey, no. Nick, remember? No, no, no. no it's too okay. much. too much. All right. We're going to get into book news. <laughs> yes, we will. Victoria, thanks for stopping by. Thank you. As All always, right. stay classy. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: All right, bookmark. Let's see. Uh, let's wait till she slams the door. Sorry.
1: Oh, that was very. All quiet. right, she's gone. Now yeah. we can talk
0: about her. Yeah. yeah, just kidding.
1: No, but she listens to this.
0: Uh, well, I put that little thing in the Star Wars episode where I was like, "Katra, if you're still listening," and guess what? She didn't hear it. Oh, so wow. Wait, she wasn't giving hundred percent. No. Of her attention to this podcast. No, she, she two wasn't. Coworkers. She was not. <laughs> Weird. No. Uh, <laughs> but, man, she she got out of here fast. She did not want to be here. Yeah. Well, I, she kept trying to leave, and you kept making her stay.
1: Well, I, all right. It's how I make you so feel welcome. let's
0: talk <laughs> by trapping them. Let's talk bookmark. What do I? I read another one of the Clone Wars adventures. That was Volume Nine. There's a lot of these. They're fun, quick reads. Okay, I love them. Right. i probably gonna take. I was just kind of getting myself in the Star Wars mood, so I'm probably gonna take yeah. a break from them.
1: Do you think we said enough about Star Wars? I don't. In that review? Yeah. It's yeah. hard to
0: review a movie without spoiling. I, that's it. the thing. I'm just. I don't want to say anything yeah. that somebody's gonna be like, Oh, what? Yeah. If somebody listened to that, they would have no clue about it. We didn't talk about
1: any of the characters. No. So
0: I think that's good. I think it's a yeah. better way to do it. You it was what? more a review for people who have seen
1: Star Wars. It has Wars the, the highest grossing fans. opening weekend of all time. Yeah. So I'm sure most people have
0: heard it. That's true. But
1: we can't We can't be
0: sure. We cannot be sure. Uh, All-New X-Men number three. I was reading this last week. Finish yeah, it up. Were. This is um, the third in this time-traveling X-Men series. I enjoy it. I'm, I'm liking the series. I'm going to stick with it, follow right. it through. Uh, I just, Eric and I had a bit of a spat about this next one. Uh, and that is, I read the first volume of Spider Gwen. Oh yeah, we did is, have a spat. Uh, yeah, it came into the library, and I said, "Put me on hold for that." And so Darlene, our cataloger, did. Okay. But I was gone for the day. But Eric yeah. saw it on my desk and was like, "Oh, it must just be a new book. I'm going to take right. it." There was and check no it out. Nick
1: thing there. It wasn't on hold for you. <sighs> I checked it out. The system was yeah. like, "Go ahead, Eric." I know. No so, one has this on hold. So anyway.
0: Eric Eric was, was a good enough friend to give me Spider-Gwen. Before reading it. Before even. reading it. I know. I'm impressed by that. I really yeah. am. Uh, so I read Spider-Gwen. So Friendship is you, strong. I mean, you know this world a little bit better than me, so why don't you just explain what Spider-Gwen is? Well, basically what happened was
1: in the Spider-Man titles, just the Spider-Man title is just the one, they did a uh, storyline called Spider-Verse. What was happening was there was a villain going around, Morbius. Is that the name? Ooh. I always Okay. It's Morbius. He's... Him and his family are going around and they're killing... The spider man of every different universe. Okay. And um, so all the spider man are gathering together. Mm-hmm. And one of them is Spider-Gwen. And I can't tell you what number universe there is because, you know, the main Marvel universe is Marvel's 616. Oh, I see. Okay, um, But Spider-Gwen, um, for people who don't, I mean, most people know, in the 70s, uh, Spider-Man was dating Gwen Stacy. Yeah. Green Goblin threw her off her bridge and her neck snapped. And she died, yeah. and Peter, as
0: as you might have recalled from the recent Spider-Man yeah, films, yeah. So
1: Peter Parker, his whole life since then has been like, "Oh, Gwen, I couldn't save her. I'm so sad." That's true. Uh, spider Gwen is from a universe where Peter, where Gwen Stacy got bit by the spider, yeah, and Peter Parker died, yeah, and she couldn't save him, right? So, and so now so- what happened was Marvel did a a series called Secret Wars. And it was all their universe basically were turned into this place called Battle World. Mm-hmm. And there were all these like different shattered realities just living together. And then it was fixed. And I haven't read that storyline yet, so I don't know how. Okay. But now Spider Gwen has been brought into the Marvel Universe proper. Okay. It's the same thing with Ultimate, with Miles Morale, Ultimate Spider Man. Okay. Well, this title is definitely not in the proper Marvel Universe. Right. It's, so, well, have you, you finished it? I finished right. it. Right. Yeah. So I think. But I think that was com- that was being written during the Secret Wars and everything, so it was like this is her. But I oh. think she's been because oh, okay. now there are
0: no multiple. Okay, well this universes. I mean this sets up a storyline that there's no way it can be in the original universe, so I don't know where they're gonna go with it. Huh. But anyway, I think you'll like the title. It's in our brand new graphic novel selection called Spider Gwen. So yeah. check that out after uh, I read it. Christmas book read here, uh, dashing through the snow, Debbie Mae Cumber. Okay, my first of her books. Can you she's- up the energy?
1: I'm. I'm just not getting Can it. Can I up right. the energy? Yeah,
0: man. Wow. You're, okay. I'm not saying you're a letdown, um, but you're think, letting us down. Okay, well, that's exactly what you were saying. <laughs> anyway, this is my first Debbie w- May Oh, sorry. This was my first Debbie w- May Cumberbatch. Yes! W- and guess what, Eric? <laughs> guess, what? guess what? Guess <laughs> what, man? It was fun. I liked it. I'll probably read another one. High five! <laughs> okay. Uh, Kenan the Last Padawan, another Star Wars. This is like uh, sort of a prequel to the show Rebels, which we have in the collection. Yeah. Star Wars Rebels. You still haven't seen. You got to get on board, man. Yeah. You got to get on board. Yeah.
1: Man, I'm fighting every every part of me to say something about Kenan and Kel.
0: Oh Because we did a lot last I know, time. I know. So just just move on, man. Just right. move on. <laughs> Concrete Blonde by Michael Connolly. Yeah. So this is the third of the Harry Bosch books. Don't say horrible Bosches. We did the I know. Last let's just week. keep it's just done. keep going, man. There's a sequel though. Have you seen Horrible Bosches too? Oh, nice. Jason. Yeah, <laughs> that was my joke. Anyway, you made it better. Uh, yeah. I really I really liked it actually. <laughs> this isn't I mentioned last week that I prefer the Mickey Holler books, but actually Concrete Blonde was really mm. good. I was kinda so so about the first two, but yeah. this one really sucked me in. Uh, then I finished up my my Christmas reading with Melody Carlson's The Christmas Cat. Oh. So, yeah, about a grumpy guy. Doesn't like cats, but guess what? Oh, no. And other things, yeah. there's Somebody else is making the plans now, and he's going to have himself a Christmas cat. So That's adorable. That was fun. So I'm done with my Christmas reads for the year. Okay. Uh, and now, this is what I picked up a while back, and I'm still in a Star Wars mood, so I'm reading Heir to the Jedi by Kevin Hearn. This is that Luke Skywalker book that's in first person. Oh, right, right, right. We talked okay. about it a little bit, so... Reading that currently, and it's good. I got a few graphic novels on the back burner, but *Air to the Jedi* is kind of what I'm doing now. I got a lot of nice Christmas books that I want to read, including one complete visual history of *Back to the Future* from a good friend of mine named Eric Mickles. That's right, so, man. I'm very excited about that book. Yeah. so I'm, I, I mentioned it in book news. Yeah, and haven't mentioned it since. Yeah, good thinking. Because I did, that's how I learned about it in book yeah. news. Yeah. So yeah,
1: I saw it at Barnes and Noble. I'm like, that's it. That's that was what, actually surprise. I knew that's what I was getting you for Christmas. So when I saw it at Barnes and Noble, I was very happy. In-
0: yeah. So yeah, I've got that definitely that i got to check out And uh, a lot of other good stuff But right now I'm kind of taking it easy What about you, pal? Alright, I finished, finally, Darth Bane, Volume 3 Boy, this has been a long journey we've had together Yeah, I'm done with Star Wars books
1: for a while now Yeah um, Darth Bane 3, it was good I preferred the
0: first two Okay um, is it, was... Does it end? I mean, is it like a yeah. Okay. Yeah, def- definitely So it's like meant to be a trilogy that wraps up with Book 3? Well, you could read any of them Okay. Without having read oh, okay. the previous ones. All right. I've only um, read book one, so. Yeah,
1: but, I mean, you could read book two without reading book one, and you could read this third one without reading the other ones. Huh. Um, because they, you know, they let you know what you missed, but they are just kind of standalones. Right. It's not like a continuous. Okay. It is, but anyway. Um, so I finished that. So right now, I'm reading. Can,
0: can you just up the energy a little bit? I'm not yeah. saying that you're boring. Yeah. It's just, okay. I need more. All right, so up the energy. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, I don't know what I'm reading. I didn't say Up the Energy NPR style.
1: <laughs> no, I'm reading Sandman Overture. I didn't realize you bought that for the library. Yeah. I'm super excited. Yeah. here, Actually, I'm a little hesitant and sad okay. because I'm reading it, and it has been... Forever since I've read Sandman, okay. I was 17 when I read Sandman. Uh-huh. Um, for you know, I'm 29 now. So this
0: is a, this is a very very famous graphic novel series by Neil yeah. Gaiman.
1: So and I read this other one he had done back in I want to say 2005. Okay, called Endless Nights, which is really good and I liked it. Is that
0: set in the Sandman
1: world or is yeah it just... no it, it's Sandman. Okay, and so now that I'm reading this one and it, it's weird to read something like this. So long after. So where we, is this like? This set is, after the other things. Or no, is it no. no this is uh, this is before oh, Sandman okay. Comics starts. So it's it's kind of an origin story. Okay. For what it is, but it's I I don't think it's gonna be. I sounded like an alien. There, like uh, I don't think it's gonna be as emotional for me. We'll see. Okay. So maybe now I'll know how people feel coming out of the Force Awakens. Having yeah. not watched the Star Wars movie since the 80s. I wanna watch it again. Yeah, me too. Okay. Mm, yeah, me too. All right. Um, so I'm reading that. I'm reading this book called uh, The Rest of Us Still Live Here. Okay. And I'm a little bummed. Here, here's the concept the concept is it's about the kids who don't have things happen to them. None okay. of them are the chosen one. They live That's in a world, world where there are chosen ones, where mm-hmm. there are people in love with vampires, Okay. where there are, you know, Creatures from other realms coming in where Like they're...
0: creatures from Black Lagoons.
1: No. Oh okay. I mean <laughs> cool. where indie kids are fighting zombies okay. and being heroes of their own stories, but these kids are just, you know, living normal lives. But the problem is when you tell a story about the boring people in other people's stories, okay. you have to make the boring people at least interesting. That's true. And it's not happening. That is helpful. So and then the last thing I'm reading is Appaloosa. Oh, by Robert B. Parker. Robert B. Parker. Oh, I love it's that a Western. Book. I love that book. So, so far, so good. I'm liking it. Good. If all Westerns were this sparse and quick to read, well, I would read a lot I mean, more that's, Westerns. That's kind of his signature. You know? I, When I picked up Lonesome Dove and saw that it was yeah. basically a competitor for the Bible, right. I put it down and picked up another. <laughs> it's not book. as violent, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm somebody who will read a 1,000-page book, but I mean a 1,000-page
0: Western. Yeah.
1: That's... Sprawling.
0: That's rough. It's a sprawling Western. So,
1: but right now I'm reading those. When I finish those, I've got... I've said this last week. I've got a whole bunch of books to read. Yeah. So that's what I'm reading right now, man. Okay.
0: All right. Well, what's coming up new in the book world? Now we, we know oh, we're kind of in a dead zone here. You... So. This...
1: Yeah. These are all the books that are coming out the 29th. Okay. Why don't you start You'll wish I had The Art of Tomb Raider... I do, yeah. By the end all of right, this. All
0: right, all right. You go first, and I'll I'll back clean up with my. All nonsense. right, December 29th. Escaping
1: okay. Peril, Wings of Fire, Book Eight by 2T Sutherland. Okay, is this YA? Uh, it looks like a kid's book, mm-hmm. like a younger book. Okay. Ages eight to twelve. All right, so it's like a. So junior. all you people like out there listening, here's number eight of this. Yeah, book Yeah, if you read series, book I've one through seven, <laughs> yeah. Good news. Yeah, eight's coming out. <sighs> Fat burning machine, the twelve week diet. Hey. By Mike Berlin okay Uh, lose the belly well that's cravings gain energy uh, the holiday weight overcome man there's a lot on this cover overcome metabolic syndrome hmm okay you know I feel like every week there's a new exercise or health book it's just crazy yeah
0: well if one of them really did their job we wouldn't need as many yeah so you're right
1: makes me really there's not
0: just one path to success in the exercise world Eric yeah you need to accept that okay well, that was the most interesting one I have. Oh, no, boy. Ooh, um,
1: that's hard to no, hear. here are three more books. Okay. And that's it. This so, is, I, I guess, yeah, why would you release a book the week after Christmas? I don't know. Um, after She's Gone
0: by Lisa Jackson. Oh, Lisa Jackson. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah she's sort of suspense, a little bit, of, a little romancy, right, Lisa Jackson? Like could sus- be. Suspense romance, I think.
1: You could tell me she writes the world. I believe you. Oh, wow. oh no! There we go. That was oh, that thing no. I did.
0: Boy, I bet you're praying for the days when we edited this thing. <laughs> but that stuck forever. Yeah. Hold
1: on. You could tell me. She you writes know, jungle. The world. Jungle oh. dinosaur fiction. Oh, I'd read it then. Ah, oh, this is terrible. Damn, Moving
0: shit. on. That was like a take two, and it was a. <laughs> it, it, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're right. Jungle dinosaur. The world. Yeah, Lisa Jackson. Okay. All right. J. A. Jantz.
1: Cold betrayal. Oh yeah. And Ali Reynolds novel. Now
0: J. A. Jance is not as popular as she once was, but Well, this is
1: the tenth installment
0: so, yeah. in her popular thriller. Series. Yeah, it's not one that I mean, people she still has her followers certainly, but yeah. she's not a she's not a yeah. huge name anymore. But well, I mean you could tell me she writes boat war fiction and I believe you. Okay.
1: All right. <laughs> right? Yeah, I should have said naval fiction. Probably. Historical naval fiction. Yeah, historical boat naval war. All right, last one. The world. This, I mean, really, there's nothing. Okay. Uh, the First Hostage, a J.B. Collins novel. Nope. You don't? Uh, by Joel C. Rosenberg.
0: Oh, I recognize that name. Yeah. yeah. I uh, can't oh, tell you what he's written. Oh my
1: gosh, name. this is like an NES opening line okay. from the old Nintendo system. Ready? The President of the United States. ...is missing. Uh-oh. Oh, the first hostage! Yeah, I get it. I get it. With these words, reporting from the scene of a devastating attack by ISIS terrorists. Wow, this is timely, relevant. Timely. Yeah. Uh, it puts the entire world on high alert. Joel C. Rosen Struggling to clear his name, Collins and the Secret Service try frantically to locate and rescue the leader of the free world before ISIS's threats become a catastrophic reality. Jeez,
0: ripped from the headlines we yeah, got there. Yeah,
1: I'm imagining somebody's going to be like, Collins, the president has been kidnapped. Are you a bad enough dude to save him? Yeah, from bad dudes. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Press start.
0: All right, so that's all you got?
1: Yeah, man. I told you. Yeah, I heard you. It. Do fine. you want me to come up with some other book news? No, uh, here's, here's what I want boy, you to do. Boy, here comes no, no. a book. Please it's don't do this. About No planes. one wants this. And uh, I'm
0: giving you an assignment. Hold on. I want you to look up the cover image for Clive Cussler's The Gangster. <laughs> what? Okay, so this is our advance notice coming out here. Uh, coming out March 1st, down the pike here, March 1st, we have a new installment of the Isaac Bell series. This is book nine, written by Clive Custler and what? Justin Scott, called The Gangster. <laughs> Eric, I, now I haven't seen the cover, so I'm just interested. What... Well,
1: as, as we've said before in other podcasts, Clive yeah. Custler novels are always some kind of crazy landmark or yeah. Uh, vehicle. yeah. Explosion yeah. and also very extreme weather yeah. or climate. Yeah. The gangster looks like uh, the ni- early 1900s New York. Yeah, there's a carriage, the... some people out on their day, uh, old Cephetone, very relaxing. Okay, except of... the entire rim is engulfed in fire. Gosh. So it's all. I mean, we're talking about. I'm moving my laptop here, oh. uh, listeners. We're talking about a scene where they're like, there was
0: literally nothing exciting about this. And they just so they just
1: set the picture
0: on set fire. Set the book on fire. <laughs> you know, it would help if in the background uh, one of the pyramids was there, and somebody was hang gliding with right. like a, right. like a swastika yeah. on the thing. And he was also a gangster,
1: and he had a Tommy gun. Yeah, he's like, I'll get you, a pyramid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and there was
0: like a giant anaconda right in front Yeah, so. Well, that so was a letdown. Clive Custler, when Did, in
1: doubt, set the book on fire.
0: Thank you for trying. If you are a fan of the Isaac Bell series, uh, wait, wait for March 1st when uh, The Gangster's coming out. Next, yeah. we have Jeffrey Deaver. Now, he wrote a James Bond book recently. Is that right? Look that That seems up. right. James yeah, Deaver? Jeffrey Deaver. Jeffrey Deaver. Um, Isn't he
1: the guy who wrote, um, oh boy... That's why Can't I said remember look it up. Yeah. Well, sorry. Uh, anyway, Jeffrey. How do you spell Jeffrey? It's weird. It Dever. is spelled Jeffrey.
0: It's J-E-F-F-E-R-Y. F E R. I'm fine. I'm this is just called kidding. the Steel Kiss. This is Lincoln Rhyme number twelve. Uh, he's a Lincoln Rhyme. Carte, 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 Carte Blanche. Carte Blanche. Okay. okay Carte, Carte, Blanche. Carte, Blanche. Carte Blanche. Yeah, that's a one of the more recent James Bond books. Yeah, you're pretty. Not recent. as recent as Trigger Mortis by Anthony Horowitz. I thought we were done with that. I know. I thought we were. too. All right. Keep going. All right. So Jeffrey we got a mailbag though. Jeffrey Deaver fans coming out March eighth. We have. The Steel Kiss, Lincoln Rhyme, number 12. Lincoln Rhyme's a forensic detective, so this is a detective series. Okay. Uh, Then, finally, from this list, we have uh, Dark Promises, which is number 28 in sort of the dark series. Right. This is Paranormal Romance by Christine Feehan. You recognize that name. But We get a lot of check-in, check-outs with with that title. You know what? What? No. I don't know her. Oh, okay. All right. Wait. Wait a minute. Is she... No. That's somebody else. No. No. All right. Uh let me tell you what we got from Large Print coming up. We have uh You're the One That I Want by <laughs> Susan May Warren. So this Are you is coming. In. That? I know, that's exactly what I thought. And I don't even like Greece. I love Grease.
1: Everybody. I don't like Greece. That's weird. I kinda hate that movie. The music's so good though. I kinda hate Greece. But what about just the soundtrack? I don't know. Wow. Maybe the one song, Grease Lightning. Well, well I'm hopelessly devoted
0: to Greece. So. Okay. Uh, this is your. That's one... my unpopular thing of today. <laughs> <laughs> you know what else will prove to be unpopular? Use <laughs> starting sentences that you can't finish.
1: Oh, I need to take a break. Yeah, I'm gonna lie do. down. You, you finished, yeah, finish. Yeah, put your all head right, down, and all all
0: right. I'll finish these. Uh, you're the one that I want. <laughs> this is the Christensen family number two, coming from Susan May Warren, coming out in March. Uh, mm-hmm. Another for large print fans. This is called Love in Lowercase, and if you're wondering, yes, the title is written in all lowercase. This is by Francis Morales. So that, those are a couple coming out in March for large print. Okay. Okay. So we talked about how we wanted to close out the year of 2015. With a fight? No. Oh. No, that's inevitable. That, that's been coming <laughs> yeah. a long I am time. sick
1: of what you've been doing with this
0: podcast. But, uh...
1: I have a vision. And guess what, man? It doesn't have you in it.
0: Whoa. Wow. <laughs> That, yeah, that got down to it. Yeah. That was ooh, oh boy, this is All this right. is what I was talking about. What, we're, what, we, what we've asked people to submit to us, and Eric and I have combed through our reading and just picked our our favorites and least favorites. But we want to know what book experiences you've had in 2015. Yeah. The books you liked the best, the books you hated, yeah. just whatever. It's kind mm-hmm. of a year in review. Now, it doesn't necessarily have to be yeah. books that were published in 2015, just books that you read in 2015. Okay. So we put this out on Twitter, we put this down on Facebook, we had it all over the place. We actually got quite a few responses. So I'm just going to quickly jump through a couple here. All right. Facebook user Kendra says, the worst was a conspiracy of alchemists by Liesl Schwartz and Batman Heart of Hush. Now I've... I've read Heart oh, of Hush. Oh, boy. <laughs> I've read Heart of Hush. Hold on. Oh, I love God. the original Hush story. Heart of Hush was a little... I, I don't know. I didn't like that one so much, but it wasn't terrible. It was still good. I'm reading uh, No, I'm kidding. Best,
1: best, here's the problem. Oh, boy. Heart of Hush is great, and I don't know...
0: What you're thinking? Listen, here's the thing with Heart of Hush. You just have to accept the ridiculous premise. If you can accept the ridiculous premise, then the, fine. Right? Okay. The Catwoman's heart yeah. is out of her body. Yeah, and she's being kept alive,
1: but it's a good story.
0: It's good for the Batman Catwoman relationship. It is, but I think I feel it like of, it's a good
1: Hush story.
0: Oh, I well, I just think the original Hush is so. I feel like Hush should have been a one-time character that they don't use yeah, again. You because said that. I just don't think like I've read lots of other Hush things, and I just think, yep, there he is again.
1: I so, love the end of that book where Hush is in the Batcave, and he's just like spoiler alert. He, he's just whatever. It's came out in two thousand okay. seven. He's wow. just like. He's just blown away by how narcissistic Bruce Wayne is
0: with that bat cane. He's yeah. like,
1: you narcissistic son of a... He's, yeah. he's looking around he's like, you got a bat suit for every mood, your own car. Yeah. Why do well, you have a freaking dinosaur well, in these here? These are just
0: sell action figures. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, she also says for best, We Were the Mulvaney's by Joyce Carol Oates, cool. Salem's Lot by Stephen King, and Neverwhere by Neil Gaiman. She kind of sounds like the worst. So those are some... Uh, we Were the Mulvaney's and Salem's Lot were actually both library book clubs. So. Yeah,
1: I really liked... I wasn't. A, uh, lot. Did
0: you? I wasn't crazy about Salem's Lot. I did like Mulvaney's, and I still have never read. It never one of my favorites, also oh, really? by Neil Gaiman. Cool. All right. What do you mean, also? Oh, because because we braiding. mentioned him okay. before. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see what else. I'm just stick with Facebook for a minute here. We have Facebook user Sheila says braiding sweetgrass by Robin Wall Kimmerer was my favorite this year. So this is a nonfiction. This is a nonfiction sort of a natural. Oh, right, did you look it up? Yeah, I did. Okay. Um, Next, we have Facebook user Melanie. She says, Station Eleven by Emily St. John Mandel was terrific. Well, Melanie... If you're yeah. a big fan of that book, yeah, uh, the Contemporary Classics Lunchtime Book Club is and going to be doing that on March 15th. Yeah.
1: I'm I'm joining you with that yeah, one. Yeah, you are. That's I right. want to read that one. I know, one. I've been wanting to read it My too. My wife wants to read that one. It was
0: been on all the top of yeah. the top of the year books, you so, know, that was like one of the big picks. I might just so. check
1: it out now. Maybe I should it. Yeah, that's probably a, a good idea. It. It's
0: always hard to get copies of yeah. it. So, I'm
1: excited first. to read that one. Um, it's been, it has you're right. It's been getting a
0: lot of like press for a while now. it really has. Good choice man. Let me see. Yeah. Let me see what else we've got. here. Okay. We have quite. Do you need me to vamp? No, no, I'm good. All right, here I go.
1: Uh, No, no, no. I said no. Every now and then. Oh my gosh. There's an awakening
0: in the force. All right, Sarah Keeler B says best funny girl by Nick Hornsby. Oh yeah. I have not read anything by him.
1: Uh, I read.
0: I've seen about a boy with Hugh Grant, but I have never actually read. I read the script,
1: the movie script for. um, I can't remember.
0: One of the Nick Hornsby. Yeah, movies, okay. I,
1: I, <laughs> go on, keep going. Right. I'll just tell you which one it was. All right. Uh, she oh. also
0: says "Me Before You" by Jojo Moyes. Well, oh, that was another. Popular it's the one with Alfred one. Molina. There's a girl. She dates an older man. I don't know. Continue, my friend. I'm sorry. Uh, she says the worst was "The Mockingbird Next Door" by Mara Mills. What?
1: What is that? Oh, I'm you sure. know what? I think. Is I'm, that like some sort that's, of like growing up with Harper Lee or something? Yeah, it's a growing okay. up. Okay. It isn't by Harper Lee. It's, yeah. Uh, an education, is the Nick Hornby script. I've oh, had. okay, that's not familiar to me. Uh, and you're right. the The mocking bird. I almost yeah. said mockingjay. The mocking bird next door. Oh. It's a the neighbor or person who grew up with her is okay. writing about it. But I don't think it's supposed to be
0: very good. It's that's just well, like zero insights. It's on like the worst list for our pal Sarah Keeler B here. There we go. Um, okay, boy, we got notifications coming in. Great. Let me see. Do you need help? No, I'm good. Should I get on Twitter? The we Should have. Best, let's see. HG editor says Jonathan Strange and Mr. Norrell, really Immensive world. That's by Susanna Clark. So okay, that she, is a Hugo winner. Oh, was it? Okay. Um, so it's obvi-
1: it's on my list to read, and it's a BBC miniseries. Yeah, we have the BBC miniseries, and I heard the miniseries is very good. I've as heard well. that too. Yeah, my wife so likes that. I need to still read the book.
0: I, I don't think I will ever read that book. But no. It it, it's not your thing, man. It's fantasy. I it me. I, I've accepted that about you.
1: Yeah. I've accepted that you're mean. You're not mean. Uh, well, I shouldn't say says... that anymore. <laughs>
0: uh,
1: but I've accepted that you don't like fantasy.
0: Yeah. I know. I wish that I did. It's kind of a... I don't know. There's things that I want to like. It's funny know, because Star just... Wars is science fantasy. I know. I know it is. I know. But... Other bo- like real fantasy books are yeah. not as like easy to read as a Star Wars no, I book. Think that's it. I, yeah. I don't know. I get impatient. Uh, when we get
1: about what we've read this year,
0: you'll see. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, still with uh, HG editor on Twitter, she says "Little Bird of Heaven" by Joyce Carol Oates. Now I have not read that one. Have, okay, you no, know. that's not one you read. No. Okay, I know our director no, Michelle uh, read this one and she really enjoyed it, but uh, it's on my list, but I haven't read it. Okay. Uh, finally, from HG editor, she says she also randomly enjoyed Doctor Who. Engines of War by George Mann. I remember when that is book that came a, out. That's a
1: book. It is okay. a book.
0: Yeah, yeah. It looks. I mean, the cover is very intriguing. I don't. Do we? I don't we know have a whole, about whole lot of Doctor Who books in our collection. Like we the do. Older ones. We have the classic Doctor right. Who books. Yeah, in the sci-fi section. We should you know. probably get a Doctor Who comic or two. Yeah, we should. I haven't. I bought um, a couple of Christmases ago. I got my mother-in-law the uh, Doctor Who Star Trek Next Generation crossover. What? I know. <laughs> I know. It's a two-part comic. So like. I feel like I need to read it. I wish though. I liked I Doctor, really who. Doctor Who. Doctor I, Who. I enjoy Doctor Who, but I never I don't find myself like, yeah. I have to watch the next episode. Yeah. If it's on, then I usually like it. But I, I don't, I'm don't. i not compelled I'm gonna to. I'm going to
1: take it. that wish back, because I don't want to waste a wish on me
0: liking something I don't really like. That's very. That's I very would big rather big. wish for a dinosaur. Okay, you did it again. You did it again, because <laughs> you started and you didn't have an end. All right. Uh, on Twitter, we got a couple here. Let's see. Yeah. We have... Uh, Pen Yan Public Library. So this the is. The library? Oh, that's right. Wait,
1: people from the library or the library itself well, has become sentient? It's, not, it's not like actually, a haunted library. Yeah.
0: This is. Um, so this is their tweet. I'm just going to read it to you. Okay. At All the books Show, Youth Faves, Six of Crows by at El Bardugo. Yep, that's a brand new one. Roller Girl by at Jameson V. Okay. McToad Moe's Tiny Island by Origami Yoda.
1: I, oh, so don't know. I don't know. Origami Yoda, right. Yoda is like, you know, you see the little
0: origami. Yeah. Yoda. Okay. <laughs> so th- those that's their picks. Yeah. Um, we have Six of Crows. And let's see. We've got, from Ginger Cap, we have quite a few options here. Uh, she says, Best Adult Fic, A Little Life by Hanya Yagahara and Fates and Furies by Lauren Groff.
1: Wait. A Little Life being the winner? Didn't I say that? Wasn't that a name I had a problem with? Continue.
0: Um, <laughs> yeah, I think probably you did. Uh, best YA fic, The Walls Around Us by Nova Rensuma and Dumplin' by Julie Murphy. Hmm. Juve Fick, The Thing About Jellyfish by Allie Benjamin. The Hired Girl by Laura Amy Schultz. And Goodbye Stranger by Rebecca Stead. Juve Nonfiction, Most Dangerous by Steve Scheinkin. Terrible Typhoid Mary by Susan Campbell Bartoletti. Ooh. Favorite picture book from Ginger <laughs> Cap is wow. Waiting by Kevin Hanks. Finding Winnie by Lindsay Maddox. So thank you, everyone. Yeah for sending stuff in quite a few yeah. i think i think so I got it. little everything. life was up for the national book award okay because that was a name um they she tweeted that to us and the the twitter account for little life uh, favorite of the tweet great so that's kind of neat
1: uh typhoid mary is a daredevil villain <laughs> she has a poisonous kiss okay Ooh. and she uses swords what a way
0: to go am i right okay Are we, we're high-fiving uh, well we were going to but it didn't feel right
1: okay now what
0: uh, well that's it for our, our I think I got all of our, our viewer or user listener <laughs> yeah. listener messages so yeah. if I missed anybody we'll try to catch you next time and, and we love it when you send things in so thank you for doing that uh, so let's talk about us buddy what what do you got tell me some of your I'll tell you what I did I hold picked, on man I picked a couple hold of like on. the cream of the oh you, oh, you already know? said Melanie Miller sorry yes. I thought this was one you haven't seen <laughs> <laughs>
1: Never mind. Then we are done. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Okay. Uh,
0: So I picked my cream of the crop, and then I picked a couple that, like... I just really stood out to me they so these weren't are, my favorites but. these
1: are not books that came out in 2015 some these are books are. that we've these are just, read, yeah, in books that I read
0: in 2015 yeah. how so much how favorites. much goodreads do you use to do this oh yeah definitely yeah. just just the stats page you know what and i mean the ones that i remembered uh, it was pointed out to me that it was a good thing
1: we described goodreads during our goodreads award because yeah. we always talk about it and we never yeah. really describe it for, for everyone who doesn't know about goodreads you know you can still yeah. go it's the a Facebook for your reading and everything yep. but what's great about them is I mean many things are great about it they do with stats and they yeah. will they, they'll separate your stats by year so you can see how many books you read each year and they will separate it by all the stars you've given it so mm-hmm. I can see the two books I gave five stars to this year and the two books I gave one star to this mm-hmm. year they'll separate they'll tell you the longest book you've read they'll tell you what bookshelves you've used the yep. most and added to and they're doing an end of the year thing
0: Uh, Yeah, you know,
1: you're in in books, Mm -hmm. and
0: it's really interesting. Yeah, Uh, it is great if you're an avid reader, Mm -hmm. it's a really nice way to just kind of catalog everything you've done so you can, you know, if you're you're not remembering or if you, and you know,
1: this year they're also doing doing this thing where they're showing the book you read that's the most popular book that's been read on Goodreads, oh, yeah, and the least popular book Mm -hmm. on Goodreads, and the highest rated book you've read by other readers. So, yeah, well, what are yours? Tell me. For what highest? Yeah, just any. Other. All right, well, I'll just do what Goodreads is doing, and then I'll you know get a little bit more personal. But okay. it says I've read 129 books this year. Okay, a lot of those are comic books. We should always remember that. Um, the shortest book I read is a comic book. It's Ultimate Comics: Thor. Whatever. The Longest book I read was 1,007 pages. It was The Shadow Rising by Robert Jordan.
0: Okay. It's a Wheel of Time book. Nice. Oh yeah, those are long.
1: Yeah. So the most po- the book I read that's the most popular on Goodreads is The Fault in Our Stars by John Green. Uh, okay. The least popular book I read is The Alien Earth by Michael Elder, which we talked about in our, um, what do we call that segment? We don't have a name for it yet. Hidden Gems? Yeah. Uh-huh. So, and the highest rated book I read is Saga, Volume 3, which on Goodreads, it has a 4.58 average. Wow.
0: So, all right, what do you, what do you got? Well, mine is skewed a little bit, but I'll tell you what I've tell got. Tell me here. your year in review. Uh, my most popular book that I read was To Kill a Mockingbird. <laughs> the, the first one? Yeah. Wow, okay. Yeah. Um, the least popular was a book that I read to my son called St. Patrick's Day by Bob <laughs> Reese. So it's a kid's picture book about St. Patrick's Day. Okay, yeah. And obviously, there wasn't a whole yeah. lot of... Uh, what, what's the highest rated on Goodreads book for you? Uh, it's a children's book. Lucy Wants to Help by Thea Ross. So this is uh, like an easy reader. Again, I read it to my son, but it's okay. like the, the very highest... Yours is skewed, so, man. That's what I said. <laughs> I know. All right. Well, I so. try to keep, I like to remember the things that I've read to him, So I try to keep those on All right, there, too. So go, go yeah. on with your. All right. So stuff. let me tell you just some of my uh, some of the books that I liked the best. Mm-hmm. So I looked at the ones that I rated five stars, but I first was kind of thinking about which ones instantly popped in my mind. Right. Um, definitely The Martian by Andy Weir. Okay. So you've read The Martian. You're the one I guess That was a five of, star for you? It was. Okay. You're the one who kind of turned me out of that book. You were like, you got to check this out. Yeah, and but I, I remember it. you wanting to read that. It anyway. was on, it was on my radar, but right. you know, um, so I loved that. I gave that five star. Like loved that. Enjoyed the movie. My sister in law, I was like, you got to read this. She read it. Also loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a good book. I'm I just uh, read I think yesterday actually that his next book coming out either in late 2016 or early 2017 uh, follows a female protagonist and is set in like a lunar colony like okay on the moon like somebody gets left behind on the moon i don't know that it's a left behind story or if okay. it's just a. that seems a little, a little easier like yeah it. we'll be up there in a week yeah right <laughs> <laughs> can can you just stay alive for a week uh, so that's uh I guess. that's probably my top another one that's really up there for me is finders keepers by stephen king okay. so i've talked about this one a little bit it is the it's the middle book in in a loose trilogy that follows um Bill Hodges who's kind of a retired cop, private eye. It's the Mr. Mercedes books. The first book, Mr. Mercedes was very like, man, it was fine. Mm-hmm. Finders Keepers just, it, it built off the first book really well, but it follows totally different characters. You have a few characters that cross over. But right. it's just so intriguing. Like there's so many different elements to the book. Uh, there's a murder that takes place There's a, recru- a reclusive author. That a young kid gets hold of manuscripts that nobody else has ever seen, okay. and becomes just fascinated by these. There's a there's a man who's trying to get the manuscripts, and there's just there's all sorts of things at play. And I thought that it was just really a great book, like not just a great Stephen King book, but like a great book. Right. Um, you don't have to read Mr. Mercedes to get it, but right. you probably. I mean, the context is probably a little better. Mr. Mercedes starts with a big uh, accident where a lot of people are killed or injured. And uh, Mr. Mercedes follows one group. And Finders Keepers centers on another guy who was, who was also injured in this accident. So if you have the context of what happened in the first book, it's helpful, but it's not necessary. Book three of this is coming out. It's called End of Watch. It's coming out in the summer of 2016. So I'm definitely looking forward to that. Those are the two that stood out to me for books that I've read in this last year. Okay. Um, I have a couple of graphics that I really love too that I want to mention mm-hmm. uh, I talked about this one a little bit on well do you want to go or do you want me to keep going what do you want me to do that's fine I read a few <laughs> graphics that stood out to me one Shazam volume one by Shazam. Shazam. have you read this yet not yet you gotta pick it up it's Christmas okay uh, it's just a really it's an inventive take on a character that's kind of it's hard to do well because if you don't know the Shazam story it's a child who's imbued with the powers and wisdom of the wizard, Shazam. So it's a child who says Shazam... Strength of Hercules. Right, and becomes Captain Marvel. And it's a tough sell. I mean, it works really well in like the 40s when it was in its heyday, but now it's kind of like... But it's a child. So uh, Jeff Johns, I think, did a really good job of reinventing it and coming at it from a totally different angle. Set it a Christmas theme, and it's just a really good book. Uh, Next, and this is another one that I loved... Ant-Man, Second Chance Man by Nick Spencer. So you no, read this. This is the first book of the Scott Lang, the Ant-Man yeah. reboot. We have um, both of these books. Actually, everything I've mentioned so far, we have in the collection. So yeah. come in and check them out. But it was just really good. The humor yeah. was right. Uh, the tone. It was just kind of a unique graphic yeah. novel, I thought.
1: See, a comic like Ant-Man, I think, sometimes exemplifies the difference for me between Marvel and... In DC, mm-hmm. I don't see DC putting out a book. Though I mean, I guess with their younger books like Gotham Academy, yeah, and Batgirl, they were trying to, you know, they're going in that direction yeah. a little bit. But like Marvel has some like the lamest villains and like Grizzly, yeah. that yeah. bear guy that's right, just in a, a bear, bear costume. costume, and it's just it's funny that like somebody with like that would just show up and they yeah they treat it. It's not really with respect, but it's almost like a, a loving acceptance. Like right. yeah, you're terrible, but you're ours. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah, I know what you mean. It is, it, I mean, for, DC doesn't tend to do that kind of humor very often. You see a little bit in the Teen Titans, you see a little bit in some of the Flash titles. That, uh, uh but I
1: can't believe Red Hood and the Outlaws, Justice does League, League
0: does yeah. it a little bit. Harley yeah. Quinn, I guess, now yeah. does the wacky. Right. So, but it is, it is a distinctly Marvel book, and I mean that in a good way, so. Thanks, man. Definitely check that out. Hey. Uh, finally, for graphics, and again, this is another one that we have, Teen Titans Earth One. So we've Which what we about. found out is one of our most
1: popular graphics. Yeah, that's right. Which just, blew my mind.
0: I just ran a report and it's among the very highest checkpoints. Yeah. Actually, Shazam or, uh, Ant-Man is up there too. Yeah, Teen Titans topped it. But the Earth-1 series is just it's, uh, it's an out-of-continuity sort of reboot of a character. Yeah. It doesn't, it's not really connected with anything else. It's just, here's a fresh take on this I character. I was really surprised you liked Earth-1. I loved it for Teen, Teen Titans. Yeah, Titans. it's well, we've talked about it before, but yeah. it, it doesn't have a Robin character. There's no Nightwing or, yeah. or Dick Grayson, Robin, nothing like yeah. that. So it is, it is kind of feel like it's made up of like B characters. But I don't know. I just really. I really liked it. it. It ends on a cliffhanger, and so far there hasn't been a volume two. So I hope that's not all we get. But I kind of think it. Well, will it takes be. a while. I mean,
1: when did I mean the Superman Earth one came out forever ago, and we're only on the third one.
0: Yeah, but that, Superman doesn't end on a cliffhanger. I I oh, thought they sort yeah. of decided later to make it to yeah. make more. This one, I mean, it has sort of a like what happens next kind <laughs> of resolve, which is a thing. Yeah, but yeah, um, you know. Uh, I a, I pulled aside a couple more for honorable mention Just things that, that I read that stuck with me That maybe I did not think were perfect But that okay. were worth mentioning Go Set a Watchman by Harper Lee All right, And we talked about that a bunch um, I don't know, I, I liked it Sycamore Row by Grisham This is a sequel to his first book, A Time to Kill And uh, it's a great plot It's a good story, the characters are good What impressed me the most was that I've read a lot of Grisham books since A Time to Kill And his writing has changed is The way he does characters are different Uh, and Sycamore Row really did a good job of recapturing like A Time to Kill Grisham it really felt like those books were written a year apart which is very impressive for you know a 20 year span or whatever it was The Sun by Philip Meyer this is a four generation story basically a western Um, we did this for a book club and it had sort of mixed response from the book club people but it really worked for me we could talk a little bit more on our western episode but that's worth checking out uh, Supergirl number six this was the end of the Supergirl uh, ongoing series on the new 52 I love this book definitely my favorite of the new 52 didn't realize Crucible was the end here's an irony it's called Crucible and it was the end of the Supergirl book oh. <laughs> just like the Star Wars book Crucible which yeah. was the end of the Star Wars yeah. line Sorry, neither man. one did I know was the end Both uh. they, they're my Crucible yeah this was by Kay Perkins and it was a.
1: Uh, did you use that word right? <laughs> I
0: do <don't> know <laughs>
1: Crucible, isn't that just like a, a challenge? Yeah.
0: It's my challenge to like uh, get over them.
1: Crucible, a okay. ceramic or metal container in which metals or other substances may be melted or subjected to very high temperatures. Okay. Does that make sense for the Star Wars I, I book? Don't, I don't think it does. No. Uh, a place or occasion of severe test or trials. Right there. there yeah. you go. A place or so situation yes. in which different elements interact to produce that's something what I'm new. Saying,
0: test or trials. I read yeah. these books, and now yeah. my crucible is getting over the fact that right? right. that's the end. Right. You're putting
1: all those feelings in a
0: metal box and melting them down. Again, you're choosing the wrong. Anyway. <laughs> It's a map. Uh, and then finally for honorable mention is Flash Season Zero, which is a graphic novel of Flash comics set in the Flash TV universe, which is just well done and a lot of fun. And also so ran. Everything that i mentioned we have in the collection. Yeah. And uh, we'll put up on our display. So if you're interested in any of those, come in and check them out. All right. I'll save my least favorites. Why don't you why don't you tell us some Ooh. of your favorites?
1: Uh, well, I used Goodreads to remind myself of five stars. Okay. I gave two books five stars this year. and okay. You know what? I'm gonna open up 2014 just to check. But I think that's down. Yeah, wow. I read a few five stars in 2015, mm. so nothing really like grabbed me. Yeah, But my reading has changed a lot since I started working here. Sure. A lot more YA yeah. <laughs> has been read. Yeah. In fact, YA is my second most used shell mm. on Goodreads, and I think there's a reason for that. <laughs> star Wars is my most one, and okay. it's because I read like 12 of them yeah. this year, this month. Uh, so the ones I gave five stars to, Jack of Spades... Hey Joyce by Carol Oates. Joyce Carol Oates. Yeah. Which was a surprise this for me. This is of like those, old school.
0: We talked about Joyce Carol Oates so much. Yeah. It's like the early episodes.
1: Um and this one. Uh Naruto. Okay. Volume one. The Test of the Ninja. Okay. It's the manga. So it's a manga. It's, yeah. You you know this one. It's the Ninja Boy. He's blonde, he's got the headband. I I know it by sight, an I know right. nothing about the story. Well it, I, I actually had read this before. When I was a teenager, and I remember loving it, mm-hmm. and I then I reread it so I could catch up. Naruto, okay. it just ended. Uh, it was one of the most popular mangas, best-selling mangas in the whole world. Um, and we have the whole set, don't we? No. No. No, we're, we're, we're getting them. Oh, okay. Because uh, they're I releasing so. the 3-in-1, so I've been getting oh, okay. the 3-in-1 right. sets. I've, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's 71 was the last volume, mm-hmm. and now there's a spin-off series coming. 71, wow. Yeah. Well, manga, that can go on for no, a while. No, I know.
0: I know. Still 71 seems so.
1: that one I really liked, and uh, Jack of Spades. So I'm going to have to pick a few of my four stars. Yeah. And I gave about 48 books this year. Wow. Four stars. Okay. So I think out of the four stars, the ones that like struck me the most uh, were... What are we looking at? Cinder. I've mentioned before multiple times because mm-hmm. I was surprised. That was probably the first YA book I read since I started working here mm-hmm. as one that was like, wow, this is actually really good. Mm-hmm. Um, every Zelda manga, every Legend of Zelda manga we have that I've read, it's gotten the four stars. Okay. And I don't know if they're really that good or <laughs> if I just have if you're just in a it. nostalgic love yeah. for all Zelda. Right. Um, you know what? There is a... There, the Punisher has a new series by Nathan... Uh, Edmondson. Oh really? It's not new. It started in two thousand fourteen. Huh. But it's really good. It's Odd. it's fun. Which feels weird to say about a Punisher comic. Yeah. But it is fun. It's colorful. I love the art in it. I mean it's still the Punisher, it's still, you know, but there's a little bit more humor to it, huh. which I really enjoy. Speaking of Earth One, I hated Batman Earth One volume one. I didn't oh, like it. Do you remember man. that one with the penguin and everything? Yeah. I did not like it.
0: It's it's fine. I didn't, volume I didn't two, it, but...
1: I loved it. Oh, I thought it was really good. I think you should read volume two. It uh it has the Riddler and some other stuff, but it's really really good. Yeah, uh, and Adrift. I've talked about Adrift and Thirteen Days of Midnight. So I really liked some of the YA stuff. A lot of the four stars here, the YA books or comic books. <laughs> so, okay. but a lot of Star Wars books I gave Dark Disciple, uh, the Darth Vader comic, Lost Stars. So there was a question on Twitter by a user asking us what's a good book to read post force awakens right yeah and i think lost stars so far might be it really well um i read dark disciple and i read lords of the sith and those, yeah. those all take place before new hope and so does lost stars technically because it goes through the original films and it mm-hmm. ends a little after return of jedi it actually explains why there's all those ships on jakku oh, at okay. the beginning because okay. in the trailers we see like the down star Destroyer. Yeah, yeah um And that's where Lost Stars ends. Who's the author on that? That is um, Claudia Gray. It's a YA book, but it is really good. It's a nice tour through Star Wars. I'd suggest that one so far. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think there is a book sequel to Force Awakens yet. Not yet. There's book sequels to Return of the Jedi. I think they're
0: being kind of safe about doing that. The aftermath
1: takes place after Return of
0: the Jedi. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if the question is more what... Like what comes next after the Force Awakens, then no. I don't know. Yeah. Probably but if you're looking in. for a book that's now in this that's yeah. part of that, I'd suggest Lost Stars. Yeah. If you're if you're looking for an alternate take, then I would say check out the Thrawn trilogy. I mean, yeah, that
1: would that would be interesting now yeah. to go back and be like, if, Wow. If you're
0: gonna if you're gonna start exploring some Star Trek, I mean even though the expanded universe is now. You just now, said Star Trek You're right. Darn it. Ugh, this this is a problem. I know it is. I know it is. But I, I think that if you're gonna stick your foot in the water of Star Wars expanding universe that the Throne trilogy is just such a great place to start, And it is, it's kind of a nice alternate version of, um, you know, where, where things go with the characters. Again, officially you can read lost stars and it's going to
1: be okayed by Lucasfilm and Star- Disney. Okay. So, right.
0: oh, Hey, sorry. Uh, I just got a tweet here, uh, answering our question. So I just want to share it real quick. Okay. This is again from the, uh, Yen library. Uh, they say the adult librarian chiming in late with Slade House by Mitchell, Mister Splitfoot by Hunt, and The Shadow Hero by Yang and Liu. I don't know so those. Those are some. Actually, they don't sound familiar to me either. But wow! So those are some adult suggestions.
1: Right. So there we go. I've read The Shadow Rising as well. That's book four of the Wheel of Time. Okay. Slowly working through that series, man. Yeah, it's
0: the only way to do it.
1: <laughs> so I'm kind of a little bum. Can I tell you uh, my s- stats? I, I I love the Goodreads stats. In two thousand thirteen I read three hundred and sixty five books and comics and everything and I haven't been able to
0: match it since. I think actually This year has been a low, a low read year for me. This year's the biggest for me, but I mean it includes children's books and graphic novels too, so it's kinda hard to say.
1: I think it's because now I work at a library. Mm -hmm. Now I have a full time job. I've never had a full time job before and my Goodreads statistics show that. Yeah. (laughs) So all right. So do you want to talk about some of the books we hated this year?
0: Yeah, we don't have to dig deep into the things that we hate. But I did, I had a fair amount of of one star reviews, but I will. uh, I only have two. Do you? Okay. Well, that's probably better. I guess sometimes, like, I get so disappointed in a book that it goes down to one star, even though maybe the writing wasn't bad enough to really deserve that. All right. Yeah, I have some two
1: stars that almost feel more offensive than
0: one stars. (laughs) Yeah. So. we read a book for the book club called Darkness Peering by Alice Blanchard, yeah. and I hated it. Okay, I thought it was just... I didn't like the writing, and the thing that stands out to me the most is... I, I should have pulled some of these up, but she used all these similes and, and expressions for right. things that were just crazy. Yeah, I just don't even know how you'd yeah. make those kinds of things up. Yeah, but Brandon Sanderson uh, does that in his Steelheart books, but that's because the character is bad at metaphors. Okay, So he
1: says he's as nervous as a brick made out of porridge, because all... He'd be, yeah, the brick is like, he'd oh be no, like, just I'm... keep it together, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> keep it together. But so it sounds like this person wasn't doing it, ironically.
0: So that's on my list. All right, I was Blanchard there. Uh, also, Pretty Girls by Karen Slaughter. I just, yeah, you had a problem with that. that one. Was a but that was a Goodreads Choice yeah. winner. I mean, it was not a winner, but it was in the top yeah. ten at least.
1: Well, I had the same problem with Amrata. Oh, did that you? was okay. on like number four of the sci-fi books of the year, and it's one yeah. of my two stars,
0: and it's one of those. With, felt like it was more offensive. I should get a one star. But yeah. I know it's competent. It I just, just hated it. I don't know. Pretty Girls just did not work for me at all. Yeah. I thought it was, I was talking to one of our other uh, friends who works here and, and she was saying that she's read Karen Slaughter before and enjoys her and read Pretty Girls and just found it sort of like trashy. Okay. You know, so. All right. Well, I don't know. I don't know what she was, if she was trying something different and it's very different from her other yeah. books, maybe. But for me, I just hated it. Also hated The Corrections mm-hmm. by Jonathan Franzen. Okay. which is a shame because I liked his others. But was
1: that a book club as well? It was a book club, yeah.
0: So I liked Purity, which is the one he right. came out in 2015. I loved Freedom by right. Corrections. Ugh. So this year, what was your
1: favorite and what was your least favorite book club that you did?
0: Oh, jeez. I don't know. I'd have to pull up the, the old book club to so okay. look for me. Um,
1: well, while you're looking, yeah, I'll share my least favorites of the okay. year. All right. The two one-star books I gave this year Star Wars Champions of the Force, which is the Jedi Academy trilogy number three. Okay. I know people love this. There was just something about it I just did not like. I just I guess they don't really get remember into the it.
0: resolution to that series, but
1: so I I'm sorry. I, I get that the Jedi Academy is one of those, like it's one of the better expanded universe from the older days, but it just didn't work. Also, Harley Quinn, Volume 1, Hot in the City, I hated it. Mm. I absolutely hated it. And I love Harley Quinn. But New Fifty Two Harley Quinn needs a uh, diuretic. <laughs> she it's 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 bad. I mean, they t- kind of turned her into DC's Deadpool okay. with the way she's working everything. But it was just for one of their most popular female characters, DC has okay. for one that is like marketable for both like kids and adults. They have just turned her to filth. Like it is a crude book. The humor is not funny. It's just. They, they've they've ruined the character in New Fifty Two, that's disappointing. So and it's it's too bad. I know some people don't have a problem with the New Fifty Two Harley or yeah. the Arkham Universe Harley. Yeah. But coming from somebody who grew up watching the Batman animated yeah. series, yeah. where yeah. like I mean she was, I mean you've seen her outfits now. It's it's terrible. And yeah. The, the original the... Harley Quinn was like completely yeah, covered, but covered. it was like yeah. it was a.
0: Well, she's not really like a. She's been made into this like odd sex symbol. And I don't yeah. really think that was the goal but, originally. You know? That costume,
1: they made it in the 90s, but it mm-hmm. felt like a costume that could have come out of the 40s. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it had really that like style. Well. And, oh, that was
0: the style of Batman, the animated series. Too, right. Though. I mean, that was. But it was so like kind of classic
1: and fun, yeah. but also you knew she was a villain.
0: Right. Anyway,
1: I hated this comic. I'm not reading anymore. If you like this comic, I don't care. Don't even <laughs> don't write me in telling me how much you no, like the new do, Harley Quinn He'll get because all that I hate it. Um, and then right, I read Armada, which was two stars, and that was that was really disappointing because I loved Ready Player One. Mm-hmm. Um, Ernest Klein, yeah, Ernest Klein. Right? Okay. Um, and then some other comics and oh, Updraft. That was a, it's a like a
0: steampunk, right? Steampunk. No,
1: it was just a weird fantasy universe. Oh, okay. I got it as a advanced reader copy. We have it here at the library, but it just didn't. Click with me. No, oh, definitely. I guess I could say Dinosaur Lords is one of the worst books I read oh, because I didn't yeah. even finish it. Right. And That's a book about yeah, that's knights insane. riding dinosaurs. That's that you couldn't finish that.
0: So. I didn't mention my graphic novels. I, I had a Teen Titans Earth 1 in my top, but right. my bottom is Teen Titans New 52, The Culling. Have you read any of those? Yeah. It's crazy because it was like, hey, do
1: you remember things. Teen Titans, how it had... Robin yeah. and Cyborg and an Animal, yeah. not Animal Boy. What's Beast his name? Boy. Beast Boy. Yeah. And in this one, it's like, hey, you love those characters. How about Bunker? Yeah. And I don't know
0: what the girl the with bees. They are doing yeah. in these books, but it is. Do you what, like Juice Boy? I love. He drinks Titans, a lot of juice. And I love Teen Titans. And I saw like our Teen Titans Earth One, like we said, got yeah. so Yeah. I was like, we gotta get more Teen Titans. Yeah. But the. The new output's just so terrible. I don't yeah. even know where to go. But I, I guess Jeff Johns runs is good, but it gets so complicated with Infinite it Crisis. And it crosses over with so many things. The other graphic that I read, which is one we have here, unfortunately, uh, Sidekick by J. Michael Straczynski. <laughs> so I've liked Straczynski's a yeah. lot of the stuff that I've read of his, but Sidekick is about a sidekick who tries to kind of take over when the main hero yeah. dies, and it's just. It's just filled with unlikable characters and unpleasant situations. And it's just I don't know why you would ever Yeah. It's a terrible book. Yeah. Ugh. Sorry, man. All right. Uh, let me ask let me answer your question. I'm looking at my, answer your my question. book club book. Oh, your here. book club book, right? Yeah. And what I've got is now the probably the book that, for the page turners that I enjoyed the most was Judas Goat by Robert B. Parker as okay. one of Spencer books. Sure that was everyone in the book club loved that book that was probably the best like the most well-received book that we read all year okay uh that's i think spencer number six or something you don't really the order's not a huge right. issue um probably the best discussion that we had would have been uh the barons by Joyce carol oates it was not i didn't particularly enjoy the book and i most people didn't but she's good at she's good at really making you like ponder the characters and figure out their motivations and things. So the discussion that resulted from that book was one of our best. And okay. Probably one of the most enjoyable that we had for contemporary classics. That one's kind of hard because we read the sun by Philip Meyer, which I mentioned, and we had a great talk about that. Uh, time and again is one of my all time favorite books. Do you so count the sun as a Western? I do. Okay. Yeah. Um, Time and Again is one of my all-time favorite books, right. and everybody loved it, so for hey, me yeah. that was really fun. Yeah, you've been uh, affirmed. Probably one of the best discussions was Lovely Bones by Alice Siebold, Okay. Uh, which I had never read until just recently, and uh, some of the other in the club had read it a long time ago and had reread it now, so that just brought up a lot of really good, I don't know, just, it was a very, very rewarding conversation, I guess. Mm-hmm. We, we really talked that one through. So, yeah, a lot of good stuff. I, I'm, uh, I think I, I mentioned, did I, I think, on a podcast previously what we were doing for the next year's book club? You mentioned some stuff, yeah. Okay. There's a lot on here that I'm, yeah. really, I'm looking forward to. Yeah. I signed up for a lot because yeah, uh, I've either read them or I this want to is, read them. You can come in and get your books while we're talking about this. I'll just do a quick thing here. You can come in and get your books for the first Page Turner book. We're reading Prince of Beverly Hills by Stuart Woods. Uh, If you've never read Stuart Woods before, this is a good one to start by. It's not middle of the series or anything. uh, We're discussing that at 3 o'clock on February 3rd, so you can pick up the book now and you have a month to read it. Okay. Uh, The books are out right now for the first of our 2016 for Contemporary Classic. This is going to be January 19th, Tuesday at 12 o'clock, Tiger's Wife by Taya O'Brett. Okay. So those are the first books that we're doing for each of those. All right. you, You already said your least favorites, right?
1: Yeah, I already said my least favorites. Uh, All right. Again, Nick and I are starting a YA for adults book club. Yeah, yeah. Uh, starting in March, we'll be starting with Divergent, uh-huh. and then we'll be reading Cinder and Eleanor and Park. Um, and if it's a big hit, we'll continue yeah, it from we'll then.
0: Yeah, we'll keep going. We've got, we've got three planned out, and yeah. we'll just kind of see what the turnout so, is. But that
1: will start in March, so that's going to be a next year. Do hit. you
0: have a book for uh, – I know you picked several for the Teen Book Club this past year. Do you have one that stood out to you as your favorite? Well, I mean, book?
1: it was Cinder. Cinder, Probably the I, one I disliked the most. I was really looking forward to this book called Eon. It was about a... Yes,
0: I remember. yeah.
1: But it it didn't really live up to its standards. Nothing I really hated. So okay. that was nice. Uh, any books that you know are coming out in 2016 that you're excited for?
0: Uh, just a couple that I, that I mentioned. End of Watch, the third of that Stephen King trilogy. Is okay. coming out in 2016. Um, the next... Uh, NYPD Red, NYPD Red 4. Okay. It's coming out in January. All right. Um, Joyce Carol Oates has that one about the uh, the woman who falls in love with a man who only can keep one day of memory. Okay. It just sounds promising. Right, Fifty First Dates. <laughs> yeah. Uh, those. That's all I can think of off the top of my head. I know there are others that I've seen that I'm that I'm looking forward to, but those are the only three that I can think of off the top of my head. Okay. How about you, Sport?
1: Uh, Dan Wells has a new YA series called Blue Screen. Oh. Uh, it's a cyberpunk Okay. Series, uh-huh. so I, I'm excited for that. I didn't love his partials series, mm. um, but I'm excited to see what he does with the new series. Um, and we played a game called Android Netrunner, and that has kind of like sparked my like, yeah, cyberpunk's great. Mm. So I'm hoping it's good. Um, we need to play Netrunner again.
0: Oh yeah, that so a fun
1: game. And Brandon Sanderson is finishing up his Steelheart series. Brando Sando? Yeah, Brandon Sando. Yeah. Brandon Sando, <laughs> get me the third entry of Steelheart. Calamity! Right right away, Elton. (laughs) No, Brando Sando, that's the book of time! No! Ah! Uh,
0: I love it. Yeah,
1: so I'll say that. It's it's hard. I don't know uh any like big books. They they never I mean you you get that that thing, and that's only like a few months ahead. No pressure. So it's it's hard to know like, oh, what about next fall? What are we gonna read? Yeah. So Yeah. But anyways, let's close up
0: shop for the year. That's right. We're
1: closing out 2015. Well, thank
0: you. So we did 19 episodes in, in 2015. 2015. Yeah, but we only started in September. I know. Yeah. So. August. August 21st was our first. Wow. The first day we started. Man. Yeah. Well, the first day the episode aired was August 21st. So. I think our relationship sooner. has degraded uh, since August. Blossomed into something richer and more beautiful? That you the,
1: mean? Yeah, I guess. I okay. guess that's what I meant okay. by great. Okay. Yeah. I feel like we've been put into a metal container. Uh-huh. And we've been like our opinions have been melted together okay
0: so all the books is our crucible yeah would you say yeah wow
1: this that means this is the last thing we're ever going to do together
0: well and you won't even know it until the end that's not true Well, folks, keep sending us things. You know, if you yeah. got if you got suggestions for topics, favorites of 2015. Yeah, if you've got books that or authors that you want us to spotlight, anything mm-hmm. we'd love to hear. We have a Western spotlight like coming up at some time. To, to do so, you can always talk to us at all the book show on Twitter. You can yeah. the David A. Howe Library Facebook page. You've got yeah. Wellsville at stls.org. You can email us. Yeah. So we're out there. So come yeah. find us.
1: So I have a lot of westerns to read before yeah. we do our. Uh, western spotlight but listeners if you have a favorite western stuff start sending us stuff in for mm-hmm. that yep. favorite western book or movie because we'll talk about those too it's just an
0: author that writes in that genre that you yeah. like uh, we'd
1: love to hear if it if you think I should take the effort to open up Lonesome Dove <laughs> let us know
0: yeah Robert Duvall thinks you should yeah. so. so,
1: also any books that you're looking forward to 2016 yep. that we haven't mentioned any series that are coming to an end or continuing <laughs> alright so, well-
0: Hope you had a Merry Christmas. Hope you have a happy new year. Yeah. And we will be back on January fourth with our I'm next sorry. episode. I'm getting emotional. Oh no. I'm gonna miss you No, no. we Oh you're gonna yeah. I'm yeah. gonna miss it. Yeah. Well it, it, it's it, been good today. It lived a good long yeah. life. And, I uh, just
1: I started my job here. That's twenty fifteen. That's true. I left the warm, ever sunny state of Florida and yeah. it's nice green February's
0: and mm-hmm. here I am, yeah, up north. Yeah, well, so far you've kept the snow away pretty well. Yeah, so yep, Looks like I brought it with oh, me. Oh. You brought some of that warm
1: weather uh, back. Yeah. Do did you, did you have any highlight real quick? Not book-related, anything? Because, I mean, I said it started a job. It
0: happened in 2015?
1: Yeah. I don't know. Did you get married? No. Did I mean, have I a, have been married, yeah. Did, did, you, did you have a kid? Not,
0: not in 2015, no.
1: Do you adopt any animals? No. Did you renovate your
0: house a little? No. At all? A little bit. No, well, there you go. 2015 <laughs> was a good year. Yeah, it was. It was a good year all around. Yeah.
1: What was so. your favorite season of 2015?
0: My favorite season? Yeah. <laughs> we had a pretty good summer. I love fall. Oh. Huh? a big fall guy. I thought summer was good. Yeah, summer was good. We did some cookouts. Yeah. We're going to have more cookouts yeah, this year. Yeah, I do love cookouts. All right, folks. Hope you have a That's good 2015. It. I can't drag. Yeah, we'll see you. What if I keep dragging? Us January 4th 2016? with our next episode, the yep. first of 2016. So no, we'll see- let's do it. We'll see you then. Let's just keep podcasting. I'm until saying goodbye.
1: Wait, should we do a New Year podcast? Goodbye. Po- okay, bye, everybody.